Welcome back, welcome back to Straight Sports Talk Radio. I'm your host, Zach Humphrey, and we're talking week nine in the NFL. And we got a good week ahead of us. So far, we already had Thursday night's game, 49ers and the Cardinals. And the 49ers are now 8-0 and with five away victories. Three home victories. Um, Jimmy Garofalo finally threw for four touchdowns this season. Um, he's had a very, very solid season. 60, 66, 69% pass. Uh, <laughs> 66 to 69% completing his passes. Um, their defense is on a roll. Those guys are playing lights out football. And if they can get one more playmaker, which they got, which they picked up in Emmanuel Sanders, this 49ers off team looks pretty, pretty solid. Um, you got to give Kyle Shanahan a lot of credit for really building a solid team and being a great coach and, you know, taking advantage and getting everything out of the talent that he has. Um, last year, Jimmy G went down. We all know this. And they had a subpar season. But this year, I think they took the lumps and bumps that they went through last season. And that defense is all world. But they haven't. You know what? I'm, I'm going to say this, and I'm not afraid to say it. But they haven't really been battle tested yet. You know, they played a couple of teams that were supposed to be. And... Should have been something special, but it hasn't happened. And, you know, I think I give them credit. They've been playing consistent, solid football. But for them, what's really going to define their season to me and maybe a lot of people is next week's game against the Seahawks. That Monday night game is going to show me something. It's really going to show me something because the Seahawks are 6-2. and two. Um, They're playing great football. Russell Wilson's looking like an MVP. They just picked up Josh Gordon, but I don't know if he's going to be available maybe the week after. Not this week, but next week he may be available for them. So they got a lot of proving to do. Um, in my eyes, the 49ers. They're 8-0. and I give them credit. But they haven't faced that dominant team yet or that team that has everybody turning its heads. They've been that team. They've been that team. But they haven't been challenged and they haven't been punched in the mouth. And, you know, everybody has a plan to get punched in the mouth. Everybody. So, you know, we're going to see next week how that pans out. But I got to say one thing. I'm very, on the Cardinals' behalf, very impressed with Kyler Murray. Uh, he was 17-24. He had two touchdown passes. Uh, didn't turn the football over. Ran for another 34 yards. Um, guy has been stellar. You know, he's been stellar. Arguably, without question, looks like the offensive rookie of the year in my eyes. So... Kudos to him on another good game. Not a great game, but a good game. Respectable. And we're going to see where 
the Cardinals keep heading on to. Now, this game right here kind of scares me. Next game I'm going to talk about. And that game is arguably the game of the week. Sunday night game. I'm going to jump right into it. The New England Patriots, also at 8-0, I'm sorry, taking on the Baltimore Ravens. Can Bill Belichick solve the puzzle that is Lamar Jackson? Can that Patriots defense, who's been lights out all season long, coached by the greatest coach we've ever seen in football, Bill Belichick, can he shut him down? I mean, you know the Ravens are going to run the football. they got a power running attack. Um, Lamar Jackson is throwing the ball quite well. Um, he has made improvements. I'm not going to say he's, of course, Tom Brady in the pocket or Peyton Manning in the pocket or even Drew Brees. But he has made an improvement. He has made improvements. I'm sorry. And that game is going to be very interesting to see. And to me, I like watching the matchups. I love seeing the matchups for these games. Um, it's always about who's healthy at this time. You're at the midpoint in the season. You know, looks like for Patriots, uh, they got a couple of guys questionable. Uh, Matt Lacrosse is out their tight end. But they got a couple of guys questionable, along with the Baltimore Ravens. But nobody key is out for the Ravens. But their secondary is still banged up. And, you know, nobody's 100% for them either. So it's going to be a very interesting game. Uh, New England is going into Baltimore. And that crowd, that energy, I could see Baltimore upsetting them. I really can the Lamar Jackson's is something they haven't seen. He's he's amazing to watch, man. That kid is a right-handed Michael Vick. <laughs> and he's not as fast as Mike, but he's got arm strength. He could sling it, he could take off. And if he's coached properly and they use the talent around him, he should be deadly. But I'm going to take the Ravens in that game by a touchdown by a touchdown it's gonna be close uh I wouldn't say I would say maybe 21 14 um I don't see it being anything in the 30s on either side both teams have good defenses both teams have very solid solid offenses, but I wouldn't say completely explosive offenses even though New England picked picked up Sanu at wide receiver which gives Tom Brady a big target and a guy who can run routes he can get off the block he can Take off downfield, solid hands, somebody who's reliable as well. So it's going to be interesting to see. Next game I want to talk about is definitely going to be, and this may bug you out, but I'm very interested in seeing how the Texans and the Jaguars play. Um, in London, it's an early game. You want to go get brunch in London? You can go and, you know, watch the Texans and the Jaguars. And I'm interested to see that game because even though Jaguars traded Draylon Ramsey, um, Texans are beat up. 
They lost J.J. Watt last week. Um, and they're 5-3. and three. So did their playoff hopes go down with him? Because he's the key to that defense. He gets excellent pass rush. Probably one of the past, best pass rushers in the game. And you take that away from that defense. Let's see what these boys are really made of. Uh, we all know Deshaun Watson is hes a stud. He's a stud. He's a superstar in my eyes. Um, play he made last week, I mean, spinning off somebody, gets kicked in the eye and still completes the pass downfield. Unbelievable. The Jaguars are going to come right at you with Leonard Fournette. They're going to run the ball hard. Um, but I can see the Texans winning that game. Uh, 28-17. I still don't think the Jaguars have enough offensively to beat them. Next game up on the way. And this is where um this is the game I'm kind of surprised at. And I'm going to talk about this because the Redskins are finally going to give Haskins the start. And do I think it's fair? I don't think so. I mean, you've been hiding him in this whole season. You've been putting him in bad situations. You haven't put him in a situation where he can look good. Or not even look good, but be competitive. So I don't know how many first-team reps he's taken. But I hope for him they've given him a solid game plan and the kid can show what he's made of. You know, unfortunately for him, he's going to miss a big target and Vernon Davis is out. But... He doesn't have that big left tackle. I think his name is Trent. I forgot his name. Trent uh, Richardson. No. Yeah, I think Trent Richardson. The left tackle is still holding out. Um, but he has to go up against a top-rated defense in the Buffalo Bills. Them boys are no joke. They put. They get great pressure on the quarterback. They can cover. And they're good at turnovers. They get a lot of turnovers. So... Let's see how poised he can be. How see he's, We know he's got a big arm. We know he has a big arm. But can he be accurate? Can he read defenses? I hope they go with him for the rest of the season. But I hope they give him a chance to win and give him a chance to be as successful as possible. Because a lot of times you don't see that in the NFL. And Washington really needs to change the culture down there. I understand they fired Jay Gruden, but a lot has to be done. Not only in that locker room, but within that organization. And they really they have a, a generational talent and a solid quarterback in this young kid. And they're not doing the best things to not only develop him, but for him to be the best. For him to mean what your first round pick should mean. That you put, you took the best play in the draft, and we're going to do everything possible to have him succeed and become a great football player. And Washington is in total disarray. So I do see the Bills winning this game easily. Um, my score prediction, probably 28-14 or 30, 33 33-33. 11, 33-12, I'm sorry. I don't see Washington doing too much because they're just in shambles. And 
you know, I feel bad for the kid because he's a hell of a talent. Great quarterback. Great quarterback. And I wish the Giants had him, to be honest with you. Yes, I'm, I'm saying it. I'll say it. I'm still not sold on Danny Dimes, but we'll talk about that a little later. Next game up, Vikings and the Chiefs at 1 o'clock. Um, this is a big game right here. Big game for the Vikings and big game for the Chiefs. Vikings get this win. They go to 7-2. and two. Chiefs get this win. They survive another week without Pat Mahomes. And not only that, they go to 6-3. and three. And that AFC West is pretty, pretty stacked. Pretty stacked right now. So Minnesota, I got to say, I love their offense. I love what I'm seeing from Dalvin Cook. He is amazing, amazing. Power running back, finesse, he can do it all. Catch the ball out of the backfield, take off, explosive speed. He's what Shady McCoy used to be. I mean, LaShawn McCoy, last week, he's got, he's got fumbleitis. The guy really needs to take care of the football a lot better for KC because Kansas City cannot afford, afford to turn the ball over and give this Minnesota offense, which looks like it's finally starting to click, uh, more chances to succeed. Because I'll tell you right now, they got Diggs, they got Cook, them boys can fly. And they can put some points up on you in a hurry. I mean, I'm not a big fan of Kirk Cousins, but one thing he does not do, and turn the football over. 13 TDs, three interceptions, almost 2,000 yards passing, and he's got weapons. And any quarterback with weapons in a solid offensive line, dangerous. So you know I'm going with Minnesota in this game. Have to. Have to. It's a no-brainer. But it's going to be a great game. Barring nobody gets hurt, it's going to be an excellent game. But Minnesota should be down in the Chiefs. Sorry, folks. Dolphins, Jets, not going to waste my time talking about that. 1-6 versus 0-7. Jets will be 2-6. Dolphins is 0-8. Sorry. Bears, Eagles. Oof. Two teams at a crossroads. Um, Bears right now 3-4. Going into Philadelphia, who's 4-4 four four now, coming off a big win last week. And I don't see the Eagles letting up. Um, that Bears defense is still solid, but their offense is trash. I don't know if it's quarterback, Mr. Dabritsky. I don't know. They don't seem like they have playmakers on the other side, the wide receiver, solid running back, but I don't. I just don't see it from them. I really don't see it. Uh, Chicago's just been, just been inconsistent on offensively, horrible offensively. Um, now, here's the thing. For me, the key to Philadelphia is Deshaun Jackson. Deshaun Jackson can play and be healthy. He stretches that field for them. And he gives Carson Wentz that deep threat, that reliable. A lot of these Philadelphia receivers have been dropping balls. Philadelphia been having inner turmoil defensively. They just got to get it together there. And if they can win this game, get back up to 5-4, and four, which I'm hoping for, because I'll be damned if I want to see the Cowboys win the NFC East. 
I, I just don't want to see the Cowboys win the NFC. They're horrible. They're horrible. And I say they're horrible because I don't want to deal with Cowboys fans. That's just the truth. That's how I'm feeling. That's how I'm feeling. Colts, Steelers, we all know what's going to happen here. Jacoby Brissett is the truth. Jacoby Brissett is also another MVP candidate because he's got these boys at 5-2. and two. He's playing great football. Not good. Great football. Andrew Luck said, hey, I don't want to play. I'm out. I'm tired. I'm, I'm done with this. I don't want to do this. And you know what? Jacoby Brissett has stepped up. Not only stepped up, but he's, he's playing damn good football. 14 TDs, three interceptions. He's going to miss T.Y. Hilton, but I think they got enough to really push back and really do some damage offensively. Um, I like Mack, the running back. Solid dude. Gets three to four yards. Gets actually three and a half to four yards of carry. Um, good explosiveness. Elusive. He'll run you over now. Don't get in that boy's way. That boy will run you down. And Pittsburgh, you know what? I got to give Mike Tomlin a lot of credit. Le'Veon Bell, gone. Antonio Brown, gone. Ben Roethlisberger, gone. And you still managed to keep the Steelers afloat at three and four? Yeah. I don't care. Listen, if they finish at 500, all that talk of he's not a great coach and he's got nothing. He's a, he's a damn good coach. Mike Tomlin is a damn good coach. But I got to take Indianapolis in this game. Got to. Titans, Panthers. Titans are 4-4. Four four. Panthers are 4-3. Coming off a loss. Whew. Cam Newton. Cam, I, I like Cam. Cam's my guy. I like Cam. Cam's my guy. I'm not too keen on his fashion sense, but Cam's my guy. Still out. Um, Curtis Samuel's out. Greg Little's out. Addison is out. Family reasons. You know. um, Panthers, uh, I don't know. This Tennessee team is dangerous. They're very dangerous. And they can they can pound you with the running game. I don't know about them off, you know, passing wise. They don't. I mean, that's been a bit of a controversy for them. Um, Mariota has not performed up to expectations, so they've been shaky at the quarterback position. Um, Cal Allen's been a good game manager, but should he be able to, to carve up this defense? I think so. They don't scare anybody. Um, they're not known for the pass rush. Well, they're not known for covering. I can say that. They get physical, though, and they play up and they play up close. 
And what I mean by that, they like to take away the run. And if Tennessee can take away the run against Carolina, it's going to be a long day for them boys. A long day. But I still have Carolina winning this game by three. Sorry, Ed McCaffrey is just too damn good. That boy every week does something special in my eyes. Unstoppable. Between him and Saquon is the most complete backs in the NFL. Then you got the Lions and the Raiders, which should be an excellent game. Raiders are surprising, surprising people, but I don't see why not. Give the ball to Josh Jacobs. Let that man run and do what he do. You can go off the play-action pass. You can do a lot. This way, not so much pressure on David Carr. But I got the Raiders in that game because they're playing at home. Playing at home. You get the lines out of that element, out of that dome. I like Matt Patricia's hell of a coach. I don't see the Raiders blowing them out, but I can see them winning a the game by three. Bucking the Seahawks. Seahawks should win this game, but it's going to be a close game. It's going to be one of those 33-30, 28-24. I could see that very easily. Because the Bucs, they don't, you don't know which Jameis Winston is going to show up. Be honest. Browns and Broncos, I don't even want to talk about that. Browns should smack the Broncos just off of GP. Packers and Chargers, we all know Pack is going to win that game. I just, guys are hurt for the Chargers. They're not healthy. They're not mentally into it from what I watch with them. So they really got to get their focus together. They got to focus. They got to start preparing. They got to play better football. Packers, you already know, Aaron Rodgers is going to do his thing. I got the Packers over the Chargers game. And the Monday night game of the week. I didn't want to talk about this game because they're going to be playing in Giant Stadium. It's a Monday night. And I'll say this. You ain't in Jerry World, buddy. That Meadowlands wind is me. But you do got the freak and the beast in Zeke. So this game, we're going to see who has the best, who is the best complete overall running back in the LFL. Because it's Zeke and Saquon. And I'm sorry, Giants fan. I'm a diehard Giants fan too. But damn it. Let's call it what it is. Daniel Jones ain't it. I'm sorry. He's not it. Even though he's thrown for 10 touchdowns, he's also thrown for seven interceptions. And I believe he also has about another four fumbles lost. So if he's not fumbling the ball, he's throwing a damn interception. And I know he's a rookie. And he's a rookie with a horrible offensive line. That Giants offensive line is deplorable. But I'll say this. That Cowboys defense is coming. And they coming for Danny Dubs. 
and I do not see in him having any chance in hell to get any help. And I'm not talking about weapon help. No, 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 no. I'm talking about offensive line help. Because thank God he's a little mobile. Hope we can, you know, get out of the way of some of that. Because some boys is coming. And they're going to light him up. And that offensive line is so bad, they're just giving people free, way, free range to go after him. Get him. Go get him. Go get him. Go get him. So, God willing, this man doesn't get hurt. Pray for him and his children. They come back safe. Because this game is a violent game. Football is a violent game. And all it takes is one. That's it. But I'm about to wrap it up for my weekly NFL picks. I will be back with you Sunday night going into Monday morning with the Monday morning quarterback going over everything in the NFL and who won and who lost and whose feelings is hurt. And, oh, boy. It's a lot, man. Big shout-out also now to the Washington Nationals. You're a 2019 World Series champions. And very proud of the Nationals. Very proud of them as an organization, as a team. It shows you what you can do as a team. A team. Because you lose your number one superstar to free agency. And most teams, oh, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? I know what we're going to do. We're going to go out there. We're going to man up. And we're going to play baseball. And when you got studs like Scherzer and Strasburg, say no more. Those guys put you in a position to win every time they step on the mound. Every time. So, big shouts and kudos to them. Next up, NBA season is here. And so far, this first week has been quite impressive. Quite impressive. You've had the Lakers and the Clippers go at it. And damn, Kawhi Leonard gave the Lakers the business. Everybody, oh, Kawhi, 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 Kawhi. All hail Kawhi. Got a sneaker out. New Balance, not Nike. New Balance. He's got Skip Bayless back on the side. Calling him by his full name. All because that man hates LeBron James more than anybody. Mm, mm, mm. That's shameful. Shameful. But what I do know, when the Clippers get everybody firing and the Lakers got everybody firing and ready up to go, that game is going to be epic. Of epic proportions. And they think that they're selling out now. I could imagine when the Lakers get going. I could imagine when the Clippers get going. i tell you this right now. I'm even going to watch the NBA Finals series. Because in my mind. God willing these guys stay healthy for the season. LeBron. Kawhi. In the Western Conference Finals. 
Sad thing I got to report is Steph Curry's going to be out for a couple of weeks. Broke his hand. Uh, Jaymon Green also has a, a hand injury. So, looks like, unfortunately, D'Angelo Russell's by himself. And here it is. He's by himself. And he's got a lot of He's got a lot on his plate, man. Because Steph being out now and the possibility of Draymond being out, it's all by himself. He's a man on an island. But I like D'Angelo Russell. He's got some dog in him. He's got some great talent. Hopefully he can get past this. New Orleans Pelicans. Whew. I don't know what's going on there, on there in Pelican land. But I tell you this, they got a ton of talent down there, a ton. And that being said, even though Zion is not on the court for them right now, there's some things that's got to be answered. They got to find a leader. They got to find a way to pull this through. One in five right now is unacceptable. You made all those trades. You get this bulk of talent in, and you're just playing so-so basketball. Alonzo Ball, I give him credit. The kid's improved his game. He's all world. But from what I'm seeing is a lack of consistency and aggression. He needs to be way more aggressive out there. You got a starting lineup, Brandon Ingram, Jaleel Okafor, number one draft pick, Lonzo Ball, first round draft pick. Brandon Ingram's also first round. You got three first rounders in there. Not overall picks, but you got three solid first round picks that are in your front court or back court. Now, first pick, everybody goes, oh, we don't have Zion. Zion's one man. He's a rookie. Yeah, he may get you another five five or four wins this year. But for every five or four wins he gets you, he's going to make two more mistakes. So I'm not all too keen sold on that right now. They got to start playing better basketball. Alvin Gentry down there has got them boys. He's got to find a way that them boys can coexist. Because you got shooters deep on your team. You got J.J. Reddick coming off the bench, bombing away. Josh Hart come off that bench, bomb away. So, I don't know what the issue is. I don't know what the problem is. I mean, Oklahoma City, to me, Pelicans should have ran them out the gym. Should have ran them right out the damn gym. And this is what I'm seeing on Sunday night. Pelicans should have ran him out the gym. How is it that Josh Hartz has them 12 points for them? They don't have nobody who's being a leader and taking over and say, hey, give me the ball. I see that already. I see it. And plus, they're trying to figure out a way to mesh all this talent. They got a ton of it, I'll tell you that much. New Jersey. 
Brooklyn. And now the Nets. You want to call them the Nets? Jersey Nets? You call them that. They Brooklyn now. And they got Kyrie and KD. And I ain't sold on them them either. Um, Even though KD's out for the year, Kyrie's got to show he's able to win with this talent, man. He's got to show you want to be LeBron. You want to be the man. You got to go win. And you got to win with whatever God gave you. You got to make it happen. If LeBron could take the damn Golden State Warriors to six games with himself and Matthew Delvadova, them boys got to step up. I got to see something more out of Kyrie. Bucks and Raptors. Raptors going to be all right, man. They think because a lot of people think because they lost Kawhi, they still got a solid young core there and solid young players. They're going to be okay. I can still see them winning. I might see them even winning the division between them and Philadelphia. The only two teams I can see winning the division. Seriously. And that's real talk. Milwaukee's with Milwaukee. I ain't going to try to say his name. So I'm calling him Giannis to sit. Phoenix. Good young nucleus. Missing, missing Aiton, but he'll come back eventually. You know, they got Aiton. I think they even blow that team out by another 10, 12 points. That's just true. Now, one of the teams I like to talk about, and I'm going to end my podcast on this basketball week, is the New York Knickerbockers. Knicks fans, I'm going to tell you right now, I sympathize with you. I empathize with you. Because, damn it, one, one point in time, I was one of you. Until 1994. That's right, 1994, I said it. And if you're a true Blue Neck fan, you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. I've watched that man, James Dolan, run that team to the ground. Run him into the ground. Because the man doesn't want to see you guys win. And if you don't think that, you don't understand that by now, I can't help you. Yeah, I'm going to talk my trash when they lose. Yeah, I'm going to talk my trash. They make the playoffs and get spanked out. I'm going to talk my trash. But until James Dolan sells the Knicks, it's boycott Sal's. That's right, boycott Sal's finest. James Dolan needs to go. Needs to sell the team. It's over, bro. That ship is sailed. That ship is sailed. But on that note, I'm going to wrap up Straight Sports Talk Radio. This is your host, Zach Humphrey, signing out.